Welcome to Brown Colored Glasses, a podcast about all things diversity from a South Asian perspective. My name is Yasmin Varani, and I'm an independent consultant for diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is the first episode, and I hope to continue this very timely and important dialogue on what we as South Asians can do to respond to challenges within diversity and inclusion both in situations where we are affected and those where we can make a change. The past couple of weeks have been gut-wrenching, to say the least, for so many of us. Witnessing the horrific murder of George Floyd on television left all of us feeling anger, shock, and sadness at the current state of affairs with regard to police brutality, and in general, the deep, and systemic racism in our country in this day and age. What was even more shocking was the Asian police officer standing on the sidelines, allowing this brutal act to continue for almost nine long minutes. Many have said that this is actually symbolic of Asians in general, and their continued silence and lack of action in situations like these. What causes that to happen, and how can we change the narrative? More on that in a bit, but first, let's talk about a diversity-related buzzword that a lot of us have been hearing lately. Unconscious bias. CNN did a one-hour special on this topic just a few days ago in hopes of educating the larger audience on maybe what could be the root cause of what we are seeing playing out in our world. But what exactly is unconscious bias? Unconscious bias refers to when you form a quick opinion about a situation or person without being consciously aware of it. Our brains form biases by using knowledge about social situations, attitudes, cultures, stereotypes, emotional reactions, and more. We learn these through our surroundings, experiences, and exposure to media throughout our life. And if you start to research and dig a bit more, you will find so many types of unconscious biases that we may be acting on in our personal and working lives many times over on a daily basis. But I want to focus on South Asians and unconscious bias. You know, the brown perspective? What is interesting about us is that we, as South Asians, have been at both the giving and receiving end of unconscious bias. Let me share some examples. How many of us have likely missed being picked for an interview as part of a job application, simply because of our Indian or Desi-sounding name? Or maybe your son was not picked first to be part of his school's basketball team. Because, well, let's face it, people don't look at us and think sports star, but rather as someone belonging on the Science Olympiad team. And as an American Muslim living in America, 
I can't even begin to discuss Islamophobia and the impact it has had on me, whether directly or indirectly. All of this stems from unconscious bias. And now, let's talk about how we, as South Asians, can be so prejudiced towards other races without even realizing that we are part of the problem in contributing towards this systemic racism, all through unconscious biases. You start to think about why Bollywood glorifies actors who are fair and gives so much importance to the color of your skin. Why our own parents and grandparents shunned us away from associating with galas, a derogatory term used for African Americans, or brainwashed us to date and marry our own kind. Hello, affinity bias. Heck, we even have biases within our own race with regard to religion. Hindus versus Muslims, country of origin, whether you're Indian, Pakistani, or Bangladeshi, to name a few. Let that sink in for a moment. Our own people, cut from the same cloth, the same soil, and yet we are so good at making our own feel like the other. So you start to think about all the unconscious biases that we are complicit in in framing our thoughts and actions and those which we unfortunately become the target of. And wonder, why would we stand on the sidelines just as that Asian cop did? Shouldn't we, of all people, understand what is happening and be able to empathize? This is a situation where the oppressed is also being an oppressor, but simply is not willing to take a stand. And if you need yet another reason why you should be burning inside, and feel like you need to do something, it is the civil rights movement of 1965 and how it paved the way our parents and grandparents were able to immigrate to the United States and how we can even call ourselves South Asian Americans. Well, I'd like to think that this is not only an opportunity now for us as South Asians to stand up for justice and peace, but a moral duty to do the right thing and fight for an end to systemic racism. It's time that we no longer tolerate even passive racism within our families and challenge our parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles about the terms they use to refer to various groups of people. It's time to educate our children and have uncomfortable discussions about race and what it means to be African-American in the United States today. It's time that we acknowledge that the complete and full liberation of African-American communities leads to the freedom of all people. Last weekend, I myself did something that didn't come easy to me or feel comfortable doing. I actively participated in a peaceful protest for Black Lives Matter close to my neighborhood with about 500 people and shared this opportunity for the first time ever with my husband and two children to join hands with our fellow neighbors and take a stance against racism towards African-Americans. I must say, it felt liberating in a sense, just letting go of all those thoughts telling me why I shouldn't do it and going with what felt like the right thing to do. 
Now, what I would have liked to see at this protest, though, if you look at it as a microcosm of the larger protests, is more Asians, more South Asians, Hispanics, and even more of the races that I know make up that neighborhood where the protest took place. But sadly, that was not the case. I was likely one or two of the South Asian families present at the protest. Why is that? And what can be done to change the status quo? In my opinion, this begins with coming to the table with an open heart and mind and being truly open to learning how we can break down these unconscious biases. It is coming to a realization that we need to analyze and dissect how we gain those biases to begin with from our parents, from media, from the environment we were raised in, and how we can start with a dialogue within small groups to just begin the process. As a diversity and inclusion consultant, I came across an excellent example of inclusiveness, and I believe that it applies really well in this situation for us as South Asians to break down the old way of doing things and take that first step towards change. The stages of the continuum go from unaware to aware to active and then advocate. So let's make that commitment as South Asians. Let's start at that unawareness. Let's get uncomfortable and read up, question, discuss, learn, chat, use whatever medium works for you to get comfortable with that unawareness. There's an interesting analogy here that we can use to compare our situation to that of a butterfly. Did you know that a butterfly goes through a painful process of isolation, change, and transformation before it emerges from the cocoon? In fact, when it comes out, its wings are small, and once again, it has to work on it internally to make its wings even stronger. If someone else would want to support it, it would damage the shell and would never become a butterfly. No one else can do this for us, my friends. We have to go through this pain to emerge on the other side, ready to fly and own our journey. I want to ask you what your thoughts are, how we can begin at unaware to unravel this conundrum that we face, how we can go through the process of metamorphosis, because it's no longer just an opportunity, but a commitment to ourselves, our families, and humanities at large. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Brown Colored Glasses. If so, please subscribe to my podcast as I continue to talk, talk about all things diversity from a South Asian perspective. Thank you.